0: Hello and welcome to The People Behind Your Food. I'm Chef Ryan Callahan, and today we are with Chrissy Rodriguez, who is the face, the voice, and the picture taker behind Chrissy's Seafood Diet. Uh, Say hello to the the lovely audience, Chrissy.
1: Hi, guys. (laughs)
0: All right. So, Miss Chrissy, you're a food blogger. Do I have that correct? Yes. All right. Uh, So let's kind of talk about... uh, who you are and get to know you for the audience. And so are you ready for this? These are those rapid fire questions I told you
1: about. Uh, I'm sweating a little bit, but I think I'm ready. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's just like the speed round, right? All right. So how old are you?
1: I am 28. I just turned 28.
0: Oh, you're you're, you're a young one. Um.
1: <laughs> <laughs> on the cusp of 30, all right? <laughs> go. Hey, two years, two years, and then yeah. you can
0: give up on everything. You can be like, like T-shirt and shorts with socks. I got it. <laughs>
1: I uh, think that's my life already, sweatpants <laughs> and t-shirts. So you're just
0: slowly coasting into 30. You're, you're doing good. <laughs> uh, what's your favorite movie?
1: Save the Last Dance. I always say that answer. And, you know, I've seen a lot of great movies since then. Including *A Star Is Born*. If you haven't seen it, gotta see it. It's such a tearjerker. But *Save the Last Dance* is like my first love of movies, so I always say that one.
0: That's kind of like for me. It's *The English Patient*. I saw it when I was like, I want to say, twelve or thirteen, and I remember watching it and weeping. I, I'm a very sensitive, but very large man, and when I weep, it, it's just a mess <laughs> everywhere. But uh, so, what's your what's your favorite TV show?
1: *Grey's Anatomy*, hands down.
0: And then uh, favorite music, style or artist?
1: Style, R&B.
0: and b That's mm-hmm. cool. Um, and then, now do you like old R&B or do you like the newer R&B?
1: I don't think there is such thing as new R&B. It's like, it's not real. Um, you can only have old R&B. and no, I'm kidding. But yeah, it's old R&B. So I, when I like get in the shower, I'm like, Alexa, play 90s R&B. Like,
0: <laughs> so the good stuff. The really yeah. like, solidly pop R&B stuff. Yes. Oh, man. That just brings back some memories. I'm going to have to make a new Pandora <laughs> station now.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah.
0: Now, uh, are you a cash person? Are you carrying around cash to pay for things, or are you a card kind of person?
1: I'm a card person because whenever I have cash, I just lose it. Like, it's not even about spending it. I lose it. I have no idea where it goes.
0: <laughs> so do you get, like, the, the the bonuses? Like, you know, you take off your winter jacket and you put it on in, like, September. And then you're like, oh, 50 bucks!
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. Or in the washing machine. I'm like, oh, wow, 20. Like, how did that get in there?
0: <laughs> now, when you find bonus money, what kind of person are you? The kind of person who gets the bonus money is like, I have to save this and put this in my you know savings account. Or are you like, let's go blow this on McDonald's right now?
1: Let's go blow this on some food for sure.
0: <laughs> that is exactly how I am. I'm like, oh, God gave me a 20. He wants me to eat lunch today. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um. Now, what's your favorite type of ice cream?
1: That's a tough one. I love chocolate. Chocolate ice cream, you can't go wrong. You get it from anywhere and it's the same. But they have those specialty ones, right? Like chocolate fudge brownie or like the chocolate fudge brownie with the cookie dough mix. Like those are really good too. So, I don't know. It's I'm a sensing one, a chocolate theme.
0: Is the, there's the chocolate a chocolate per- theme? Definitely. Definitely a <laughs> chocolate person. All right, what is your favorite
1: food? Cuban sandwich.
0: Cuban sandwich. Yeah. Now, are you the kind of, are you, now are you a Cuban sandwich with Dijon mustard, or are you a Cuban sandwich with a Dunkin' you know on the side and a special sauce kind of person?
1: Oh no, it's gotta have the mustard in it. So I'm Cuban, so it has to be a traditional Cuban. I make them at home all the time. I could eat that every day, my favorite.
0: I love Cuban sandwiches. They're like one of my absolute favorites. Yes. But for me, it's like any excuse to eat pork any dime of the day, it's like, oh.
1: I'm the same way. <laughs>
0: Now, for those of you who can't see the video pod, the video part of this podcast, because it's an audio, she gestured at herself like, yo, bro, that's me right now. That's 100% me. <laughs> so are you a dog person or a cat person?
1: Both. Both.
0: So you're just a lover all around?
1: Uh, so, you know, dogs get on my nerves more than cats do, but they're like, you can interact with them a lot more. And it depends what kind of cat you get. Like, I have a cat that acts like a dog, so I right. get the best of both worlds with my cat. But I also have a dog, and he's awesome. He's just, like, so big, so, like, such high maintenance. So, I like both. I'm not, like, a huge lover of both, but I I like both.
0: (laughs) (laughs) No judgment here. So, uh, where'd you grow up?
1: Um, I grew up in Fairfax County, Virginia.
0: Okay, and then uh, what kind of area is that, for those who don't live in that area?
1: Um... So we are the third wealthiest county in the country. So it's has a really good school system. Um, It's about half an hour away from the nation's capital, D.C. I don't really know. Like we have a good mix of like, you know, different cultures and ethnicities. Um, It's pretty busy we sure. have traffic even outside of the city <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's kind of like where i live i live in a uh, western st louis county st louis and it's kind of the same way it's an affluent suburb and it's just busy all the time and it's just weird because mm-hmm. it's supposed to be like a rural area but it, like and everyone's got like an acre of land and stuff but it's like there's cars everywhere all the time like yeah, nonstop. stop
1: yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> so where do you live now
1: I live 15 minutes away from the house that I grew up in. Cool, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. So,
0: so, now, do your parents still live there, or did they move?
1: They do. they still own the house, so I'm pretty close by to my parents. Um, still in the same county. I, I just love it here. Like I said, school systems are great. You know, we've got traffic, but we're so close to the city, and the city has such awesome food. Yeah. So
0: <laughs> D.C. does have some great food. Okay, so uh, so let's go ahead and move on to... You know, part one, what you've done. I feel like we've got a really good handle on who you are, your personality, your background. So your expectations, you know, for food and stuff are pretty well set, right?
1: Mm Mm-hmm.
0: All right. So, Chrissy, who are you and what do you do? Tell me about yourself personally.
1: Okay. So I'd say I'm a really old soul. um, And I should probably start off by saying I'm probably like a 500-pound woman trapped inside of whatever (laughs) body I've got. (laughs) um i i actually work so i'm outside of dc so you can guess i do one of two things i'm either an attorney or i work for the government in some type of way so i am the latter i work for a consulting firm um and that's what i that's what i do but really my life i i love food i enjoy food and that's that's just the truth so I center, I like to travel. I center my traveling around food. I center my day around food, um, my weeks. Like, when I'm like, hey, let's hang out. I've not seen you in forever. But like, okay, what do you want to do? I'm like, eat? What else is there to do? Like, what else do you do when you see your friends? I automatically think, let's go eat. Um, but I, uh, a little bit more about myself. Like I said, I, I grew up in Fairfax County. Um, I've stayed in Fairfax County. I love the area. I have an eight-year-old son who I also have brought up to absolutely love food. Um, I didn't realize I do this, but, like, when I really enjoy food, I have a little dance that I do. And I only noticed it because my son also does it. So, like, when he really loves food, he does this, like, little dance back and forth. Sometimes he even gets out of the chair. And I'm like, hey, guy, you got to sit down. <laughs> um, and... Um, And he like he loves food just as much as I do. He's like, "Mom, can we grab sushi?" Like this eight year old. He's been asking for sushi since he was like little. Um, While most kids are like chicken nuggets and spaghetti, and there's nothing wrong with that. Mac and cheese. My son's like, "Can we have steak or sushi or (laughs) crab legs?" I'm like, "Heck yeah!" (laughs) Um, So yeah, I mean, I'm like, I'm a pretty outgoing person, and. I don't don't really know what else to say about me. I think, Um. I think
0: that really covers you. Um, I want to jump in on this, the, the, the happy dance, the food dance.
1: So, (laughs) um,
0: I know it sounds embarrassing, but my wife does the same thing, except it's not Uh a dance. I I didn't notice it. Like you remember the movie happy feet where he had happy feet, right? Well, I didn't notice this until we were eating dinner with, um, my wife, Jesse, her father, his name's Tony. So my wife's family is Sicilian. And, um, They do this foot thing, and I call it happy feet. And every time they eat, their feet waggle, like they wag left and right and back and forth. And they don't know they're doing it, and it's exactly the same thing you're talking about. She had no idea she was doing it, and her and her dad were sitting right next to each other doing exactly the same back and forth foot motion. And That's
1: so funny. It's it's
0: weird. It's a weird thing. I don't know if it's like a you know like a mediterranean people thing you know because like, <laughs> cubans got the spanish in it so i don't know what it is you know like i, I don't know but there's something there. yeah we should get yeah. a research grant and and we, and
1: should... <laughs> we should we let's should dive it into the, let's Does, do it if, if that's an excuse for me to eat all day i am there
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh so so tell me about your your passion for restaurants so you, so you run this food blog and, you know, I see that you're traveling across the country, taking pictures of all these different awesome places. What sparked your passion for food? Let's start with what sparked your passion for food. And then we'll move into what sparked your passion for restaurants.
1: Um, You know, so it's tough. Like, it's tough to say one thing really sparked it. I remember growing up, my dad always cooked, right? And my dad mm-hmm. made Cuban dishes. Like, we would have vaca frita, ropa vieja, um... He would make his Cuban sandwiches. We'd have, like, beef stews. And I just remember it always being so good. Like, I couldn't wait to come home and have my dad's cooking. And we would make this joke because my mom, terrible. She's a great baker. Like, she can make the best cake, cupcakes, like, little strudels, whatever. Um, But she can't cook. (laughs) And so... We would joke, like, her specialty is burnt chicken. And I just remember always being so excited. I'd be like, is mom cooking today or is dad? I, like, hope it's dad. Um, And I think that's kind of maybe where I developed my love for food. Um, But also as I got older and I started to travel more, I I realized, like, food is a way to experience other people's cultures. So, like, when I go out of the country, I don't want to eat what I eat back at home. I'm definitely not going to you know, a chain restaurant that I can have in the U.S. i S I'm going to go to your local spot. So like, I want to talk to locals and be like, Hey, where's your favorite restaurant and what's your like national dish. Um, and you just get to experience so much of the culture and the way people live eating like them. And I really, really love that. I think it's my favorite part about food is that it's not just a way to, like, you know, stay alive and sustain yourself. It's it's a way to express yourself, and it's a way to understand how others express themselves and how they lived. Um, so I think that's really kind of, like, why I love food so much, you know? Yeah. Uh, there's so much more to it. It tells a story, and it's such an experience, too, like um, – I mean, we'll get into this later, I'm sure, but I went to Alinea recently, which is ranked the number one restaurant in the country. Um, I think it's got the ranking two years in a row now. But regardless, I mean, it's just such an experience. I mean, the customer service and the things they bring out, I didn't even know you could make pasta out of scallops. Like, I that would never be a thought of mine, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, these chefs are just so talented. It's incredible.
0: So I think we had... An- a very similar childhood because my mom can't cook like <laughs> that's so funny you said that what's mom making she's making burnt chicken because my mom uh the joke in our family was oh mom what you make for dinner and she and she'd say reservations and that was, and it wasn't a joke. It was like a legit, yeah. like, like, oh, mom made reservations for dinner. Like, that's you know, like most kids are like, oh, we had, you know, we had macaroni and cheese. I'm like, I had Chinese food, you know, like, you know, and <laughs> yeah. I, it's, it's funny because I had, you know, I'm, I'm very passionate about food for the same reason. Actually, that you say, uh, the whole, you know, other experiencing other people's cultures. I mean, you really can learn so much about a people in an area just based on what they eat and how they eat. I mean, you know, like. Italian cuisine and Chinese cuisines are defined by the poverty of the areas, and their food Mm -hmm. is representative of that, absolutely, and you look at the dryness of the Middle East, and you look at, you know, the way they use bread or chickpeas and things like that, you know, foods that don't require a lot of water to grow, and you can learn so much about a culture just by eating their food, and of course, it tastes good, so it's like a win-win for everyone.
1: (laughs) 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 definitely definitely
0: so let's dive into your chrissy's seafood diet page um so tell me about the inspiration for your page
1: okay so where uh, i guess where i am a lot of people come to me like close friends friends of friends people that are friends with me on social media they're like where should i go for date night where should i go eat where's that restaurant you just posted at oh my gosh it looks so good always asking me like where to go eat. Um, I'm kind of like, especially within my friend group or like social group, everyone calls me the foodie. Like they're like, she knows where to eat. Whatever she orders, that's definitely good. Like we're getting that. Um, and I just really love being able to share that with other people. I thought like, hey, this is so cool. Like, yeah, like whenever of everyone's like, okay, um, you know, one of my friend's husbands is like, hey, where should I take so-and-so for dinner, my wife for dinner? I'm like, okay, great. And I send these like huge long lists and I just enjoy being able to like share my love for food um, with others, especially with like really good restaurants in the area. So I thought, hey, let me take this a step further instead of like individualizing this and having to text people, hey, this recommendation and this one and that one let me make a page and I will just post about all the good food that I eat. And I, it's a way for me to like express myself. So I'm really being like, I'm able to take pictures of this incredible food and I have that memory saved for myself. And then also to share it with the world. Like I've made the page completely public. I want like whoever wants to stop by and see it to see, um, and hopefully experience some of the good food that I experience.
0: I think that's a pretty good reason to open a page, just so that people stop texting you so much. I mean, like, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm sure you said more there, but that's what I heard.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, and then there's, like, a little bit tough part of that, right? It's like, okay, so maybe if this thing blows up, I can start getting free food, and then I won't have to spend money on all this amazing food.
0: <laughs> See, now you're talking, I, you know, like, yeah. that's, that's the dream as a chef, is, like, for people to send you ingredients to try uh (laughs) oh yeah
1: (laughs) right can you get some truffle
0: (laughs) yeah exactly can you uh i need some of that japanese beef can you send that over here let me uh you know i I could totally write a review for it you know yeah it's it's, it's how much money oh okay i'm sorry i can't afford that (laughs) uh so how do you feel that people react when they see your post do you think it's positive do you think they're inspired What, what do you think
1: I think both. It's funny, actually, you use the word inspired because one of my girlfriends, she doesn't live in the area. She's moved like all over the country now. She follows my food page, and I guess she's been interested in Alenia for two years now. And she's like, You going and posting on your food page inspired me to finally book it. And she's making a trip all the way out to Chicago just to go there. And I thought that's so awesome. That's exactly what I wanted my page to do. I wanted it to like, you know, not to use the term inspire, like to have so much behind it, but I really do want to inspire people to like go out there and try new foods and experience like what this, what it's eating this food has to offer, because um, so many people are like, "Why would you spend that kind of money on food? You're just gonna like, you know, go to the restroom afterwards anyway." And <laughs> I, yeah, and it's funny, right? But but to me, I'm like, "What are you talking about? It's an experience, like just the same way that people love to travel." And don't get me wrong, I love to travel too. I think you know, eating food, different kind of food, whether you go to a hole in a wall or you go to the finest restaurant. Um, it's just such an experience um, when it's good food. I mean, even when it's bad food, you have an experience, right? But I, I prefer <laughs> to remember the good ones. <laughs> right. Yeah, I'm an, ex- yeah. <laughs> I'm an
0: experienced person too, obviously. And, um, mm. you know, people are always like, Ryan, you know, what can I, what can, you know, like for holidays or whatever or presents will be like, what, what can I get you? I'll be like, well, just get me, you know, a gift card to this place. And, and oh. they're like, like, what do you mean? What do you mean you want a gift card? It's like, no, I want to buy you a gift. I'm like, I'm not materialistic. I don't like stuff. It's just cluttery. I want experiences because when I die, I want to go, why, yes, I have lived. you know. Yep. And then, of course, I'll probably have dementia, so I won't remember any of it. But I'll know.
1: I know that I'll know <laughs> that I lived. Oh, definitely. I w- I'm with you 100%. It was funny because last year one of my girlfriends got me a gift card to Mastro's. She's like, we just know you love food, and this is like the best thing for you. <laughs>
0: So so the, so it sounds to me like the perp- – I, I, I pretty much answered my next question, which is what's the purpose of the page? And it really is. It's to inspire people to go try new restaurants and to give people the opportunity to see what is out there. And I think that is what the purpose of your page is, if I had to insert myself into your moderation there.
1: Oh, definitely. A thousand percent. I agree with you. Absolutely. And then, like I said, with this upset, very small little, you know – anecdote is if if it could go viral i would love it because i'd love the opportunity to like not just eat the food, but then be in the kitchen, like recording, like how the chefs make things and um, being able to share that experience too. And and like I said, if I get free food out of it, I mean, that is a win, win, win. <laughs> so, so, you know, that's not like the entire goal. Obviously, I really just want to like share food and and let people know, hey, this restaurant's here and this restaurant's there and, and even secrets on how to get in. So like there's a place here in D.C. called Madon, and it's actually... Um, 2018 was ranked the number one new restaurant in the country Um, it's impossible to get in there they open up reservations a month in advance at midnight and you go in there on midnight not just one minute after midnight so 1201 reservations are all booked. Um, so it's really tough, but there are like secrets to getting in, you know, like if you go on a Monday at 9 PM, you're likely to get in because they've had some cancellations It's later in the night, people have left early. So you can sit at the bar or get one of the sharing tables. Um, and those are some of the secrets. Like I want to help share it with people because some people, they might be like, Hey, I want to go there, but they have no idea how to get in. Um, Same thing with Oshaval in Chicago. There's usually like a two or three hour wait. And I was like, I thought of this great idea. I'm like, hey, there's TaskRabbit, which is like an app where you pay someone to go wait in line for you. Um, And in this case, they don't really have to wait in line. They just have to go there, put your name and number down, and then the restaurant will text you when your reservation, when your table's open. Um, So those are like some cool things I like to add, which I think makes my page stand out a little bit, you know?
0: I think those are great ideas, and I think you should be writing all these down and sharing them with people. I really do. I think these are great ideas. So that's kind of what you've done. So let's move into part two, which is what you're doing. So I want to start with – because we've talked about a lot of restaurants here. Let's, what kind of restaurants do you prefer? Are you a fancy bar place? Are you a bar and grill kind of place? Are you a like casual restaurant? Are a like quick service? What, are you, what is your forte? What's your forte? What's your favorite?
1: Uh, Tough. So I love everything. Like I really don't discriminate against restaurants. (laughs) Um, I love to find like an amazing hole in the wall. Like give me like the plates five bucks, but the food tastes like it's a million. I am there. Um, Especially like a mom and pop owned spot, you know, that is amazing. But also I, I love, absolutely love fine dining because the chefs are artists. I mean, the colors, the textures, the things that they, Alenia used pork dust. Have you ever even heard of them? I mean, I'm sure you have as a chef, but <laughs> I haven't, okay? I never, like, who would think of that? Um, and they had, you know, stews cooking right before my eyes at the table and had absolutely no idea. Um, just incredible Things that the especially with the fine dining those chefs can do because they're truly, truly artists. Um, they create such masterpieces, but I really love everything. Um, I'd say if i one thing I don't like as much. I like having a loud atmosphere at times, you know, like there are restaurants where they play music and it's a little bit more loungy, but I'm not a huge like bar person because you can't really talk to, I mean, I go to eat alone. I don't even need anyone there. I'm there for the food. I really don't care about the company, (laughs) Um, but, you know, I still like to like myself and if I do have a guest with me or a friend with me you know I'd like to be able to chat um so I don't really want my restaurant to be too too loud but I'd say that's the only thing like I dislike in a restaurant um minus and that, tvs oh yeah I can't I yeah no I, I be I'm, like that.
0: I'm here to like like you said I'm here to eat I'm here to experience the food I, I like to eat out with people and mm-hmm. I'm here to talk Really, mm-hmm. talk and eat. Uh, you know, they go hand in hand. And uh, <laughs> as long as I'm not eating with my mouth open,
1: right? Right. Well, uh, just move mouth, that's it.
0: <laughs> but no, TVs. There are far too many TVs in restaurants these days. And it seems like everything is a bar now. Uh, yeah. At least in my experience, it's like everything's a bar. And now if it's a bar and it has liquor, it has to have a TV. Because mm-hmm. what did we do before we drank and stared at a screen? <laughs> <laughs> you know? So, yeah. Uh, and then as far as the, the pork dust is concerned, I have heard of that. The, the real question is, have you heard of pork floss? No. So it's a Chinese technique, and they dehydrate the pork, and it turns into literally cotton candy, but it's made out of pork.
1: Wow. That is crazy.
0: And most people look at it, and they, they run the other way going, oh, this is too weird for me, but it's really good.
1: I mean, I would try it. It's pork. Like we said earlier, any excuse to have some pork. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> any excuse well, you, you got a pig all right i'm there
1: <laughs> oh yeah i mean i'm cuban i think i said that earlier but like we do full pork roasts <laughs> now
0: we're talking i'm coming to your house you guys do christmas on on december 25th like everybody are, else
1: well hispanics usually do it on the 24th so you can come to my house and still hit christmas from um, on time for your family too <laughs>
0: fantastic that'll work for me it's a short flight away So tell me, uh, since we're talking about restaurants, tell me about some of your favorite restaurants. They can be holes in the wall. They can be fancy. They can be whatever you want.
1: Um, Okay. One of my favorite restaurants right now is actually Poca Madre. It's in D.C. by the Verizon Center. The owner also owns Taco Bamba and Del Campo. Um, And I love it just because – so it's basically – it's, uh, it's Mexican food, but they add, like, a high-end twist to it, and then they still give you the traditional, like, basics. Sure. So you get, instead of um, tacos al pastor, they do mm-hmm. a duck pastor. Okay. And they roast this duck, I can't remember how many hours, but they pull, pull apart with this spicy um, pineapple salsa. I mean, it's incredible. And then they give you a burrito, right? And they, it's a Wagyu lobster caviar burrito. They call it the king. It is literally the king. It's the best thing ever. Um, that and is the most bu-
0: decadent burrito I've ever heard of in my entire life.
1: I know, me Espe- too, and you're-
0: <laughs> especially considering the fact that burrito means little donkey. I mean, like, you know what I mean? Like, that's so, so funny. funny.
1: <laughs> yeah, but it's incredible. I mean, who would think to wrap those things with like rice, beans, and cheese in a tortilla? But it's perfect. <laughs> um, and they do like a beat tostada. That's like crunchy and creamy and just like so fresh and like i said beautiful like the colors they use in their food uh it's just art um and they have i'm not a huge drinker so that's one thing i actually really like restaurants that have incredible mocktails so um i've done pineapple and pearl in dc which is again another like really high-end restaurant um I did like it. I didn't, it's not one of my favorites, but if I were to rank the drinks, so the mocktails, absolutely incredible, the best I've ever had. And I love when restaurants um, can do that because not everyone drinks, whether for religious reasons or whatever it is, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and I just really love when restaurants have um, those mixologists behind the bar that are like, hey, I can, you know, do this and exclude the, the alcohol, and there you go. But anyways, I'm getting a little off on a tangent. Um, Poco Madre is definitely one of my favorites. Um, Let's see. Another one of my favorites. There's a good Peruvian chicken place. I think every place has Peruvian chicken. I mean, you go around the corner and there's like 10 different ones that you can choose from. Uh, But there's one by my house that I've been going to for like, uh, let's say 13 years now. Mm -hmm. and and they haven't changed they're incredible and anyone and you know it's good because we've got all the salvadorians in there and all the peruvians we've got all the hispanics (laughs) in there so you know when the when the real hispanics are in there you know it's good (laughs) it's like when i go to the chinese restaurant
0: order off menu you know it's like i i know what i'm i'm getting i i grew up you know eating real chinese food working in real kitchens (laughs) And you know you're like oh yeah okay yeah no the white people they'll have the sweet and sour chicken and but for me I'm going to have the tofu. Thank you very much.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: No that's that's the thing is you know you got to see the authentic clientele because it really tells you what it is. Now I will tell you I have never had Peruvian chicken before. <gasps> no what way. what what is it? Describe it. Tell me about it. You've piqued my interest.
1: Ah okay. So essentially it's really rotisserie chicken um that's like the simplest way I can put it. But they just – it just tastes a little bit different. And then you always – at least I do because I carb overload always. I get it with rice <laughs> and French fries. Now we're talking. <laughs> I mean, you can get it with, you know, salad if you want. Um, you can get it with beans. You can have maduro, which is no, like no, fried no, plantain. No, no, no. But those but... are
0: amateur things. We want that double <laughs> carbohydrate. Level.
1: Yes. You need,
0: you need <laughs> potatoes and rice, the two food crop staples of the world.
1: Exactly. And then what sets it apart is the sauce. So I think – what makes it Peruvian chicken? I this is not true, but I'm just gonna go ahead and say it out there <laughs> is the sauce. They give you this yellow and this green sauce at whatever Peruvian restaurant you go to, and the yellow sauce has got to be like a mustard mayo mix, but like a little bit sweeter. You could drink it, like if you give me a gallon of it, I could drink that all day. So that's, good. that's
0: me. <laughs> and you know, you know, the new thing they do on sushi, the the, the sriracha sauce, you know, it's it's mayo. It's just oh, mayo yeah. and sriracha that they put on yeah. top of fish. But yeah. it is so ridiculously good. So I feel exactly the same way about that.
1: Yeah. <laughs> but now you've got to go try a Peruvian chicken and let me know what you think of it.
0: I don't even think we have a place in St. Louis that does
1: it. Oh, wow. We
0: have like far too many like open air ramen places right now. So oh, okay. I'm, sure, I'm sure we'll get it in like 20 years. Um, <laughs> I know when I lived in Boulder, we had some places that were like that, but not in St. Louis yet. Uh, okay. So, okay, I want to talk about some of your posts that you've mm-hmm. done. Okay, so first off, I have to tell you what my favorite post you've ever done is. Okay. And it, it's probably because uh, I love Italian food, but it's the <laughs> picture of you eating the slice of, like, literally, you have, like, 17 boxes of pizza here. I'm exaggerating, <laughs> of course. But it's, it's, why, okay, why did you feel the need for, you know, like, 400 boxes of pizza and B, why did you not call me? Because, brah, I can eat some pizza.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, for B, now I want to call you. Um, <laughs> you just text. Hey, I'll my- be there. <laughs> Um, but for A, why not? Like you I i don't know if you've noticed, but like I'm kind of a pizza fanatic, so I can eat pizza every day of the week and it will not bore me uh, because there are so many different kinds of pizza, you know? And so I went to um Deep Deep Creek, which is like on the border of Maryland and West Virginia, rented a cabin for the weekend, and of course, prior to going there, I already researched. I was like, Friday night, I want pizza, that's what I want. And I researched the best place, it's called Brendan. Does incredible pizza. Um, what's better is wow at what options they had. They had Korean barbecue pizza. They had shrimp scampi pizza. They had um, barbecue chicken. They had like all these crazy things that. I haven't even seen here in DC, uh, so I said, I mean, everyone trusts me. All my like friend group, anyway, and they're like, <laughs> they're like, just get whatever you think we should get. I was like, done, already done. So, I ordered uh, eight or nine pizzas, and they were delicious. They were so good. Um, and since, then,
0: since you mm-hmm. love pizza, have you ever had a St. Louis style pizza?
1: I have not. So what's in that?
0: Okay. So a St. Louis style pizza is such a specific thing to our area. Um,
1: Okay.
0: It's a thin, super thin, like literally a cracker crust. And then it's a sweet marinara, a sweet Sicilian marinara. Okay. And then you usually do like, we make our own pepperoni and what we call Sizzitza, which is sausage uh, Mm -hmm. here in St. Louis. And it's like, it's got fennel and lemon and pork, of course, Uh, and the black pepper but then you get it with like Mm -hmm. some portobello mushrooms. and We have a special cheese here called Provel and it is best described as pizza cheese whiz.
1: (laughs) Oh my gosh. (laughs) So kind of like in
0: Philly where you get an authentic Philly cheesesteak and you get it with cheese whiz. That's kind of the same thing here, except it's like, it's, it's provolone mozzarella. It's provolone cheddar and Swiss mixed together. They're ground together and processed. So it melts Uh into like a lava, almost like queso cheese.
1: Wow. And I'm going to have to
0: send you one because you're going to have to do a review for it because, you know, you've had all these other pizzas. But if you <laughs> haven't had St. Louis-style pizza, you have yet to live. Cause, you know, I see a deep dish St. Chicago-style, and being from St. Louis, we have a little bit of a rivalry. So I'm going to have uh-huh. to give you real pizza instead of that Chicago-style.
1: <laughs> oh, real pizza. Okay. All right. I will hold you to that. <laughs>
0: uh, so tell, tell me about uh, Chicago. You were You were there for how long?
1: um thursday to sunday but like four full days i got there pretty early thursday morning and left really late sunday night
0: so tell me about Um, tell me about uh tell me about that where are some places you went there that you like uh, tell me about this rpm place
1: okay so rpm steak is actually like one of the best steakhouses in the country definitely one of the best in chicago Um, and their spinoff. So RPM is a brand, they have RPM seafood, RPM Italian, RPM steak. They're making some other ones. Um, all of the restaurants are great, but RPM steak, is my favorite. Um, they carry some types of Wagyu that like very few restaurants in the, in the country carry. I was there. So my family, my mom's side or the Mexican side is from Chicago, actually. And so I go pretty often. Um, and two years ago, I went and I had a cut of Wagyu that only three restaurants in the country carried at the time. Um, this past trip I did their snow beef, which is another Japanese A5 Wagyu cut and only seven, they're one of seven restaurants in the country that carry it. And oh my gosh, this beef, you just, it's so much more than like, you know, Wagyu just melts in your mouth. I Mm -hmm. mean, but it was the new thing that I learned this time actually is I had one piece just, you know, plain. And then they brought out wasabi and soy. Mm -hmm. You put a little bit of wasabi and you dip it in the soy. Like it just changes the beef. It's crazy. Um, So that was incredible. And everything there is incredible. We did the cowboy steak. We did the seafood tower. They have these. um, So they have this thing. It's called coal roasted crab. And it's two pieces of crab legs. um, And I think they put like, miso, mayo, butter, and, like, kind of, um, how would you say it? You're the chef. You know, when you do the, um, creme brulee and you kind of, like, sear it? Oh, yeah, you guess you sear it. Um, <laughs> so, sorry. <laughs> yeah. So it's like it makes the the crab even like sweeter but then a little bit like kind of tangy too it's the best thing and hamachi crudo like if there's hamachi crudo on a menu i get it so they had hamachi crudo i did that too um they had this thing called millionaire's potato which is basically like a big potato with a crap ton of truffle um (laughs) so that's obviously amazing um they had a risotto with a crap ton of Truffle. Uh I mean just everything there and the desserts too. Like I ordered, I think, pretty much every single dessert off the menu. Um, you can never go wrong. So RPM steak is I recommend it highly to anyone. I mean, whether even if you don't like steak, they've got the seafood there, um, everything. So RPM steak was definitely something that I was looking forward to during this trip. Um, another one that I've actually been meaning to go to, because like I said, I go to Chicago pretty often. But I never get the opportunity to go is Ashaval, which has the best burgers in America. Um, and I never go because there's always a two or three hour wait. And I'm like, I'm hungry now. I'm not going to wait two or three hours. <laughs> I'm
0: the same way. I'm not waiting for food. I don't yeah. care.
1: Yeah, no way. It's like the, um, what's it called in L.A.? I had it when I was there. That chicken, you know, um, the name, I forget the name of it. But there's like a four-hour wait anytime you want it. And I'm like, no way.
0: We have a barbecue um, place like that here in St. Louis. It's called Pappy's. And it is uh, just some of the best stuff. And when I lived in the neighborhood, they'd they let you in the side door if you are a local. But, like, I don't live there anymore. I'm not waiting three hours in a tourist line to eat what is no. arguably great barbecue. But, like, I'm not. I'm just not waiting.
1: Yep. Yep, exactly. I'll get delivery. Yep, yep. (laughs) I'll get on the DoorDash. (laughs) Yeah. No, it's true. And so, and that's what I, so I was like, let me think this out. You know, weekends, it's whenever whenever I try to go, it's going to be the worst. Friday, people are working during lunchtime. Let me try and get there. So I got there right before noon and I got really lucky. There was only a 45 minute wait. But prior to that, I was like, what can I do? And I thought of, um... Like I told you earlier, that TaskRabbit thing. Mm-hmm. So like, basically paying someone to go there for my name down. Thankfully, I didn't have to do that. Um, it was only a 45-minute wait. And let me tell you, I don't wait for food. I will not wait three hours, but those burgers are borderline worth waiting for three hours. Um, they have this thick-cut bacon. Um, you add an egg and just the bread. They, they've got to like soak it in butter, but incredible Um, Do you remember the old
0: days when nobody knew that you could put a fried egg on a burger?
1: Yeah, I do. I do. And you're like
0: so cool because you'd be like, "Hey, let me get a burger with a fried egg on it." People (laughs) look at you like you're insane. And now it's like fried eggs are on everything. It's like, "Oh, we're gonna get YU beef. We're gonna go ahead and put a." Put an egg on it, you know? <laughs> yep.
1: I was just going to say that. Like, I remember the first time I saw fried egg on pizza and I was like, why would you do that? But then the other day I had a breakfast pizza with fried egg and I was like, oh my gosh, I've been missing out. This is incredible.
0: <laughs> no, it really uh, is.
1: Yeah. Um. And so, and I did a lot of food. I did, I don't know if you've heard of the Girl and the Goat. Um. I forget her name, but she was on Top Chef. And every dish that I had there was just like, Mouth-watering, definitely incredible. And I know I use that word a lot, but that's just (laughs) the best word to describe food. (laughs) Um, They had a flash-fried pork shank. Ryan, you would have loved it. And they served it with naan.
0: Oh, you Um, had me at flatbread.
1: Right. uh, Butternut ranch, uh, buttermilk ranch, sorry. Butternut ranch, I was like, (laughs) what is
0: happening? Who touched ranch? It was perfect
1: the way it was. (laughs) and um a kimchi buffalo sauce that was like mind-blowing so good um i think
0: kimchi is a very underappreciated food
1: i agree i agree i had a a kimchi wagyu paella the other day and it i think it made me appreciate kimchi a little bit more
0: you know how i like it i like it in a chinese or like a a korean noodle soup just Mm -hmm. like almost like a ramen you could you even take ramen. You put a little bit of, of seasoned black vinegar in it, just like a, a, like a quarter of a teaspoon. It makes it real nice and mellow. You uh-huh. add a little bit of the kimchi in there, and that kimchi is just beautiful. It makes you want to cry.
1: <laughs> um, so I'm going to take your word for it. So
0: I want to ask you a couple questions about uh, your, your process, okay? So your okay. creative process. So so if you didn't know that you were creative, you are now creative.
1: <laughs> Thank you.
0: <laughs> um, so, when you're, how do you plan to make your post? Now, not just your post, but like, do you have a method to your madness? Are you are you sitting down and fan, fantasizing? Are you on Google reviews? I mean, like, what is your process to deciding where you're going to go and then what kind of tips you're going to give to people?
1: I wish it was a little bit more methodical. Like, I wish I could say, yeah, I'm on Google and I'm like, let me like see what the top looked up foods are this week. Um, no, it's kind of just like, so wherever I go, I try and take food pics now, which if people don't know, that is a lot of effort. Like it's hard for me to restrain from eating the food right away. <laughs> and, and getting the right angle is really tough too, um, lighting and all that uh, considered. So I, um, I take my food pics and you know, I feel bad because sometimes I don't always get to post things right away because it takes a lot of time. You've got to find the right picture um i don't want to post like pizza back to back to back to back cuz that's boring and and i want to do fun things like i have some pretty cool ideas i think for my page i'd like to eventually um take some pics of myself eating food in like really random spots just cuz it's funny like you know, I shouldn't be eating, I don't know, let's say in the middle of a meeting, but I'm going to have a donut and <laughs> I'm, you know, like, or I'm on top of the Eiffel Tower and I am going to have a big hot dog because that's what I want to eat. Sure, because that's <laughs> um, totally what you do in France is eat hot right, dogs. on the right. Just
0: so you know, um, <laughs> they will burn you. <laughs> like I don't mean like oh girl you look fat today burn I mean like they'll they will take you and they will light you on fire
1: <laughs> <laughs> Probably probably but I'm going to shoot for it. Okay. Or like me and on table with like 10 pizza boxes surrounding me, you know, that's just like what I want to do. That's awesome. (laughs) Um, but no, I, I really, I take, so I take the food pics and then I try and post as quickly as I can. Um, you know, it doesn't always get done right away, but I want to post about a few things. Right. So I want to say like, Oh my gosh, this was so good. So I'm just posting it. Right. Mm -hmm. Or sometimes I want to say, hey, like, this restaurant is literally such an experience, like, you've got to do it at least once in your lifetime. Or, hey, like, like I did for Ashaval. This is the, America's best burger, and it's hard to get in, but here's a tip on a way you can for sure get in. Um, and I want to just do all of those things. So I think about all of those things when I post, uh, and it just depends on what I'm posting, what I say. So, if there's really good monkey bread, I'm really just going to tell you this monkey bread is the bomb, and that is it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I like it. So, what? Are your, so, I think you've kind of segued us into the last segment, which is the future going forward. So, what are your plans for the future?
1: It's funny. So, when I first set up this post, it was like, let me just like sh- share my love for food or love of food with people, um, and hopefully it touches them too. And it, maybe it inspires them to go out to eat more. Maybe it inspires them to travel and try, you know, local culture, uh, cuisines more. Maybe it inspires them to start cooking. You know, I'd like to also start incorporating some like quick recipes I do at home because it's unrealistic for, to expect people to be able to eat out every single day. I mean, it's really expensive, even if you're going to a hole in a wall. Mm -hmm. Um, and so, you know, originally I just wanted to like touch people and I was like, hey, if this goes viral, it would be awesome to like be invited to restaurants to like, you know, post about their food and I can like bring my family with me to eat for free. That would be cool. But when I was in Chicago, um, I met someone and he was like, yeah, my, my girlfriend's friend does this for, um, for some food companies. And they literally pay her to come and try the food and post about it. And I thought, like, that, that's awesome. Like, I can have that job. I would love that job. <laughs> <laughs> like, sign me up. Um, and And so, you know, I'm not sure that it's, like, a goal I'm actively striving towards. Like, I'm like, I'm going to make this the best page, so that's what I get. But I think that's a goal that, like, if I could get there, I would definitely love to do that. As long as I I scratch everything else off, too. As long as I'm still, like, being real and raw with um, with my viewers. And I think that's one of the things I want the most. Like I said, I want to start incorporating, like, meals I make at home because it's unrealistic to eat out every day, you know? Sure. Um, and as long as I'm being, like, real and authentic still and I'm able to, like, connect with people and get them to love food or like experience something new because I said, Hey, go try this. Um, then I'm winning. And if I can maybe get like a full-time gig out of this, I would absolutely love it.
0: Well, it sounds to me like you're on the right track to make that happen. Cause you know, as you experience more restaurants, you just get better at it. And the more reviews you write and the more pictures you take and the more places you eat at, the better. So let me let me ask you a question that's, that's not about your future. Okay. I, w- I wanted to ask you a question because it just popped on me. I've asked actually a lot of different industry people this. How do you – so the restaurant industry tends to be moving into a fast, casual kind of methodology, right? Like, mm-hmm. you know, uh, I believe you guys know it as Panera Bread Company out there. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. We call it St. Louis Bread Company here because that's where it started. And um,
1: mm-hmm.
0: but they've moved into a model, you know, where they don't know they don't have waiters, they don't have waitresses. You know, you just you, you get on your app, you place your your order, and they bring it to you.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Now, do you feel like uh, how? Uh, th- it's a two part question. Number one, do you feel like you get better service at a restaurant with servers? Like, do you feel like servers are important to the eating experience? Let's start there.
1: So, yes, I think they're very important to the eating experience, but I will say servers can make or break my experience. So I am when I rate a restaurant, I am not only talking about the food because you can have excellent food, but if your service is terrible – I do not want to go back there. It's a really big thing for me, actually, and all of my friends know this about me. I, because I worked in the service industry, um, I used to cocktail in nightlife, and and I know what it, you know, requires. I know it's tough, but you're you're providing a service, and you're adding to that experience, um, that food experience. So I'd say that they're very important to it. Um, but I'd also say that they make or break it for me. Um, And I can also say that I I understand the need for wanting fast, casual food, too, right? Mm -hmm. So, like, my life, I'm kind of always on the go. So, sometimes, like, I'll call a firehouse subs, which is, like, you know, normally not a big, long wait. But I'll call in advance, and I'm like, I want this, and I'll be there in five minutes. Please have it ready. I pay, and I go, you know? Sure. Um, So, it's tough, but... I definitely think that servers are important to the restaurant.
0: I like it. I think that actually answers both of my questions. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, The the second question was actually, do these people who just bring out your food, you know, like uh, I I was at a a restaurant, a fast casual place the other day, and it's a place where these guys are getting paid a wage. And they, you know, they had a little thing on, on the tip form. And I, I call it the tip epidemic. Something happened somewhere. And everyone decided that everybody, no matter what they do, deserves to get tipped. And I'm I feel bad, but I don't tip those people. And that was the second question. But I think you sound like the kind of person that you pay for service. And that's kind of how I feel as well. Is if the service is great, you pay like above and beyond for the service. But if it's not, well, then we're gonna we're gonna have a discussion about your pay raise.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Um, and, and it's tough for me too, because I was in service, service industry. So like I tend to do 20% regardless, which really like, it stinks for me because and I'm like, man, you really like ruined my service. I really don't want to tip you. Mm-hmm. Um, but when they're great, I'm like, "Oh, yes, and I've got to like make sure the manager knows that I was so impressed with the service. Um, make sure <laughs> I make sure I go back to that person. like I go, so it's funny because I used to go to Joe's here in d c, which is also one of my favorites. Please, if you're in d c, Miami, Chicago, I think it's in l a as well, go to Joe's Stone Crab and steak. but um. I used to go there quite often and I wound up through the industry and also going there a lot. I wound up making friends with the GM and every time I go, I've got to see her. I've got to let her know I'm coming. Um, She always takes care of me and it makes my experience. And that's probably why it's literally one of my favorite restaurants.
0: Yeah, I agree. There's a lot of mom and pop shops that are my favorites for no other reason than the owners. And you know, everybody has good days and bad days, but by and large, my experiences with them have been so good that, you know, I, I'm one of those people kind of like you were. If I have a really good experience in place, I'm going to tell everybody I know because I want to support that business. Yep. So. Definitely. Well, believe it or not, our time is completely up. We have eaten up <laughs> almost an entire hour. <laughs> <laughs> so if you had something else you're supposed to be doing, I apologize. But I think no. we got onto a good clip there. So anyways, Chrissy. Thank you so much for coming on, the people behind your food. Uh, did, you, did you learn anything about yourself today?
1: <laughs> um, that I really love
0: food. No. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll tell you what, you're amongst good friends and company, and there'll be no judgmental, no, no judgmental uh, dirty looks at you. Uh, and if you ever feel bad, you can just call or text me, and I'll be like, it's okay, they're just weird. They don't like food, they're weird. There's nothing wrong with you. Um, thanks ryan so anyways this is uh i'm chef ryan callahan thank you guys for listening to the people behind your food you can find chrissy at chrissy's and that's spelled c-h-r-i-s-s-y-s underscore s-e-e-f-o-o-d seafood underscore diet as in she has a diet but she sees the food it's a pun.
1: <laughs> it's, re- it's really like a seafood diet. So I just seafood and I eat it. <laughs>
0: exactly. Which is what I love about the name of it. So uh, that's right. It's Chrissy Rodriguez. And if you guys are listening to us uh, on my website, which is chefryancallahan.com, don't forget we're on Spotify, uh, Google Play, Radio Public, and of course iTunes. Couldn't not be on iTunes, right? And then uh, you guys can check me out, Chef Ryan Callahan. Uh, you can find me anywhere on Instagram, at at chef underscore Ryan and uh, thank you guys for joining in and you guys have a great night